podcast is part of the Podcast Your Scene Network. Visit us at www.podcastyourscene.com.
How's everybody doing? You're in the house tonight on the PA Rock Show with Step 11. And this time we decided to have them play the opening tune a little live. You know, local media has an agenda that they're going to serve. I don't know who's in charge of it or what it is, if it's like a headless monster. Why? This is a question... Walking backwards. Walking backwards. Yeah. Something sacred. I don't know the names of the creep songs. Those Running in circles. Just pop in and let play. Sea of glass. The flight in the fall. I love Ozzy. <laughs> I think he's the true definition of a rock star. <laughs> Anybody else have any interesting stories they want from the show? Hey, this is John Lane from the Thrive Tropics of Leechburg, Pennsylvania. The Pennsylvania Rock Show, featuring the best unsigned rock that Pennsylvania has to offer. Hey, it's Bill, and you're tuned into the Pennsylvania Rock Show, featuring the best unsigned rock and metal that Pennsylvania has to offer, right here on PARockShow.com, MegaRockRadio.net, 106.1 FM, St. Louis, Missouri, AltRockRadio.ca in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, XRPRadio.co.uk in Birmingham, United Kingdom, um, RudruRadio.com. And the beaches of San Diego, California, and buildthescene.com slash radio right here in the thriving metropolis of Leechburg, Pennsylvania. My name is Bill. This is episode number 589. And with me tonight are three members of the band Parabellum. We have Eric, Kate, and Terry. What's up, guys? How's it going? I almost said gentlemen because I'm so used to just having, <laughs> not all the time, but most of the shows are. are you know, it's rock and metal. It's kind of. You know. It's usually guys. I get yeah. it. But. Kind of. But. You've been on a few times. <laughs> yeah, I have. <laughs> and. I'm trying. The, I'm trying to. There's definitely. The Fall of Me I interviewed recently. That's a female front of band as well. Um. I've tried to get Jen on from a Common Crown a lot. I think I've talked to her once. <laughs> She's so busy, though. They're oh, running, yeah. doing so many things. So. But, yeah, generally, I'm, I'm looking at guys when I'm talking. So, it's a welcome change. We'll just ignore Terry and Eric for a while. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> okay, Eric. 
you are sitting on a bench and your musical idol sits down beside you. But you're only allowed to ask one question and then you have to sit and listen. Who is sitting next to you and what question are you asking? Oh, wow. I'd probably have to say Jerry Cantrell. And, man, I don't know what he would be. Can I bomb a smoke? (laughs) (laughs) That might be a short conversation. (laughs) No, that's a tough What I would ask to be honest with you. Yeah. Think about that. I mean, I could throw a different question at you if you want, but that might that one might be easier. Uh, <laughs> yeah, throw a different one at me. I don't know what I'll ask to say the truth. Hey, so you're standing at the crossroads waiting for the devil to arrive. What are you selling your soul to him for? Play guitar. <laughs> He's not going to get out of this interview. <laughs> they didn't warn you, did they? <laughs> uh, <not for> no. <laughs> All right. So, what has Parabellum been up to? I like Kate and Eric take that one too. I do a lot of talking on these. Um, well, we've been doing a lot of writing with originals, although we've had a bunch of shows lately, so we kind of had to take a brief break. Um, we're looking to get back in the studio here in November. We've got two more that are ready to record, um, and we're working on finishing up one or two that we previously recorded that need a little editing. Um, we're just having fun that's that's what we do we just try to make music and have fun um you guys are working on that stuff with rattle clack right yeah yeah we uh we love working with jazz over there at rattle clack the quality of the music that he helps us put out is just phenomenal we've been doing some writing recording playing a few shows here and there um a few benefit shows um been to speed freak um a few times a few shows with utah of course, uh, Rock for Life, Gigaroo, and the Concord Piranha. Um, we got the Johnny Cat show coming up in November. We have, and then uh, we have Veteran X Benefit on the uh, 13th of November we're playing. And then, uh, you know, with uh, we were going to do a uh, show on November 20th, which is obviously with current events up in the air, um, that was going to be us and Blood Union out of... Uh, Allentown that Clint was going to put on. So um, that's kind of uh, been pushed to the side for right now, obviously. Um, but no, we play where we can and we're not playing. We're practicing and writing new stuff and just having a good time. Um, I'm, I'm glad you kind of brought up the current events. I do want to mention that we opened the show with um, Step 11, Seven Sin Martyr, and Cage, I Deny. Uh, both are um, vocals by Wally Wright, who we found out yesterday as of this recording that he had passed away. Um, he's currently the, well, was the current lead singer of the band Scale. Um, and if you're watching Facebook at all, um, friends with a ton of people. And there's a good reason for that. That's what I'm, where I'm going to go with this because I don't want to tear up again. Um, pretty much. I, I did. I don't know if you guys did. You see the story I told about the van? Yeah. <laughs> There's more to that story. Ask me when we're off the air. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's throw Eric under the bus again. All right. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Eric. Um, if you could play with any musician in the history of the world, who would you want to play with? And oh, can I answer where- yeah. Jerry Cantrell? Give him a hard question. Give him a hard question. Okay. Um, Let's see. Um, Am I wrong? <laughs> uh, he's probably not wrong. I like Gary Holt a lot, too. Yeah. <laughs> All right, who's your Dave Grohl? And I'm not going to explain what it means, and we'll see if you can answer it. I <laughs> 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 like man. 
So, okay, I'll explain. So Dave Grohl and, and the Foo Fighters are known for bringing fans up on stage and letting them play with them. Um, what what band would you... And you can't answer Alice in Chains, apparently. What band would you want to go up on stage with and uh, perform? Uh, you know, I could probably... I would play with Rancid. You guys ever heard them? Who? Rancid. Oh, oh Rancid? Rancid, yeah. I could play any of these songs. And it would be fun. That'd be a lot of fun. Yep. So that, that would be Rancid, actually. All right, so I'm going to put him on the spot again, but really I'm putting you guys on the spot. So I want you to tell me about an embarrassing moment that's happened on stage that one of them did, not you. <laughs> I can answer this? Yep. That one of them did? Yep. Okay, first first show that we ever had, uh, Harry's all running wireless uh, through his base. <laughs> And like we were practicing like a year, probably well, not a year, but like nine months before that. And he's all prancing around practice with his wireless. And I'm a little bit jealous, you know. And the very first song of our very first show, Harry's wireless goes out. All of a sudden, there was no bass, and it was so beautiful. Hang <laughs> <laughs> on, there's more to that story though. I'm tone deaf, and I hear in like a wall of cloud. I had no idea until Gary Schwartz came up and told me. <laughs> so and that was a concert for Anna a year and a half ago. Yeah. So the whole band didn't tell you. They were like, ah, oh, whatever. Nobody, nobody mentioned the word. I couldn't. I couldn't tell. I was busy. But if, but if we're spilling the beans, there's a singer of ours, and I'm not going to point fingers that has failed to turn her mic on twice already. <laughs> but that's just a flip of a switch and it takes me about a half a second to realize it <laughs> why is there no sound oh that's <laughs> uh, uh, fun uh, let's see we'll, we'll just keep directing me there <laughs> um, if you were interviewing Terry about the music scene. What question would you ask him? Uh, I don't know. I would ask him, what happened to all your sleeves on your shirt? Ah, I love it. Now you have to answer it. <laughs> because cause my friends are cheap and buy inferior Chinese cotton. And they fall right off. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's uh, it, it's just a comfort issue. It, it's uh, they feel comfortable that way, and uh, I like it. So, but I did wear sleeves the other day, but I think we did something in public or something. I'm not sure, but. I actually have sleeves on for something. Did you wear sleeves to Heroes? Was that it? I don't know if I'm allowed to. No. <laughs> so, that, brings up, that brings up an interesting question. Does Steve wear shoes when he's at, the, at Heroes? <laughs> Most of the time? <laughs> <laughs> There's something about Steve's base rig when he plugs in. The uh, his shoes fall off. I don't know what it is. It's a short or it's a grounding issue. You know, he plugs his base in, his shoes fall off. I don't get it. <laughs> but we do have a uh, everybody in our hands required to wear footwear. No, we're not. <laughs> not even you agreed that I could go without shoes if I wanted to. <laughs> Those are Eric's rules, not mine. <laughs> So. All right, let's see, Eric. Um, you come across the DeLorean, and you can use that DeLorean to go back in time. Um, make sure you don't go see yourself, though. Um, and <laughs> because some old guy will yell at you. But anyway, um, you can go back in time, 
and follow any band around for a year to just hang out with them and learn from them. Which band are you going back to follow? Kate, your keyboard is so loud. <laughs> I hate this laptop. I hate this laptop. I would probably say early Rolling Stones. Mikey piping in with Alice in Chains there in the in the chat yeah. box. <laughs> no longer mention Alice in Chains. That's right. It's been banned. <laughs> yeah. So Eric, Eric's a big fan of Alice in Chains. I just never caught the bug. I don't, you know, the the, the songs that they got popular, I think, were overplayed. They were okay. Um, Eric absolutely loves them. So so we uh we don't play them. <laughs> <laughs> nope. I do Man in the Box. Yeah, we, we played Man in the Box a few times and everything like that, but you know, it, they don't really fall into our mold, but we'll mess around a little bit. But he keeps trying to push for it every now and again. <laughs> Anybody want to answer, Mikey? <laughs> I Well, I'm doing it in Facebook Messenger oh, 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 because it won't let that. me in the chat. <laughs> I can't do that, can I? <laughs> You'll have editing to do, Bill. I I don't edit videos. The the uh, the opinions expressed by Terry Blair are not mine. There, we're done. <laughs> I I would edit it out if you would have said it, but video editing is something that I just I have no patience for. <laughs> Interview's not over yet, so give me a. <laughs> Uh, um, oh, there's a visitor. <laughs> yeah, this is Drew. He's Hi, Drew. <laughs> um, let's see. I asked you about the devil. Um, which sounds terrible saying it that way. Oh, here's a question for you. We'll grab it right out of the chat box. Oh. Oh, we lost Terry. <laughs> it happens. Do you guys ever come to the Youngstown, Ohio area? Uh, we're working on expanding where we're going right now. We've been playing locally in Pittsburgh mostly, but we would definitely consider coming out there if we could get on a show. Yeah, we've uh, in previous bands, we've gone out as far as Akron a few times and everything like that. So we're, we're not opposed to going. Youngstown's not, you know. It's it definitely within our wheelhouse, and we got uh, friends in a band up in Youngstown, uh, Billy Smalls and Dempsey's up that way. So definitely not uh, not opposed to traveling up that far. If there's an apocalyptic event, and almost all of the human race is wiped off the face of the earth, and there's just a handful of people left, and only one song from every band survives, and that song has to be used to help repopulate the earth, which Parabellum song would fit that that uh, theme, Johnny? And remember, wait, and remember, it's PG thirteen when you answer. <laughs> Johnny, Johnny comes marching home. I'm not sure we've written a repopulate the earth song, but uh, I'll start working on the lyrics today. <laughs> it, uh, yeah, I don't think we have anything that even fits that mold remotely. Human. Yeah. Hey, a little more human, maybe. But That's that more of a breakup song, but, you know, sure. <laughs> well, I mean, at that point. <laughs> you literally just broke up with the human race. Why not? A little more human, a little less dead inside. So that hasn't been released yet. That should be coming out in probably the next six weeks or so. So Daniel says, um, let you know if you get something going and to check out the West Side Bowl in Youngstown. Awesome. awesome. Absolutely. Daniel's still doing the Maiden tribute, and he's got that other band, right? Yeah, I think he, I think he was doing, what, Edward Be Thy Name or something like that? And then uh, and I caught them a couple times, but I think he was doing another project, which uh, I heard a few clips of was pretty good. The Stage of Dreams is the other band. Stage of Dreams, yeah. Let's say Parabellum makes it big. And you write up your first rider for when you're at a venue 
and you know you put that that thing in there to see if they're actually reading it like you know the no brown m&ms it isn't really because they don't want brown they don't like brown m&ms it's to see if the the rider was written written mm -hmm. what would you include in your rider to see if they read it, it the whole way through no alice in chains <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, uh, I don't know. It's hard to beat the no brown M and M's thing. Uh, three and a half Snickers bars. Three and a half. Now, when you say half, do you mean like the little? <laughs> I just happen to have one on the table, like one of these, <laughs> or 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 an actual half. An actual half. See, I don't know. I, I feel like I need a wrapper on my Snickers bar. Okay, is that half bitten or is it cut? And who bit it? Okay, moving I'm on. I'm going to talk about my aunt who probably doesn't even know I have a podcast. Um, so back in the early mid-70s, my aunt was working in a um, truck stop in in uh, New York. And Kiss came in uh, without their makeup on and introduced themselves as Kiss which nobody knew what they looked like and asked if if she wanted their autographs and she told them no. <laughs> That's funny. Who who is the most famous musician you have ever met? Um Rudy Sarzo or Kevin DeBro. How about you, Eric? Anybody famous? Uh just most recently Michael Graves. He came out he played here in Butler probably about uh two months ago. Two or three months ago. Pretty nice guy, man. Yeah. yeah, we actually got a chance to open up for him. Uh, him and his whole his whole entourage are really fantastic. Yeah. He's actually coming back to Butler in the next couple weeks, if not sooner. He, I see. I see shows from him a lot in this area. Mm -hmm. I've never going to see him though. <laughs> His acoustic stuff's not bad, but the misfit stuff's where it's at. Yeah, I grew hey. up with that. Man. Kate, have you met anyone? Besides really. Michael Graves? <laughs> yeah, Michael Graves is kind of it. I really, uh, I didn't even listen to rock music before about five years ago. So, you know, I, I haven't had the opportunity to even be exposed to it. So... Oh, you've met Enough's Enough. You met Texas Hippie Coalition, Bullet Boy. Oh, yeah. yeah Terry oh. remembers. This is why I just <laughs> defer to him on things. <laughs> <laughs> so I I did meet Gene Simmons, and yes, I did get his autograph, <laughs> unlike my aunt. <laughs> How much did you charge for it? Uh, actually, it was at a book signing. You just had to have a book, which I was buying anyway. So Yeah. Very nice. And then we talked about my digital camera. It was it's kind of weird. <laughs> but, um, before we get too much further into this, um, I'm going to mess this up. But <laughs> he sent me a song. Let's see if I can do this. Dies Ere. Pretty close. Pretty close. Um, can you tell me? I know it's in Latin. So <laughs> can you? Can you tell me the story that goes along with it, like your MTV um, storytellers for this song? <laughs> so that title uh, means Day of Wrath. It's from a requiem, which is a mass for the dead. Um, and so the song is, it's about just, you know, today is my morning day. And... and the tough times it's of course now I'm struggling to speak. I sing, I don't speak. Um, it, it was mostly written so I could sing in Latin. Like that's, that's why we wrote it. Um, Cause it's, it's just the English translation of the song and it's just, it's a heavy hitter. And for me, it's fun. Um, it's real deep though, and and dark. 
So what we're going to do is going to take a moment and listen to that.
So that was Everything's Fine by Scale. Right before that, <laughs> I'm still going to mess this up. Dies Irae. You can just yep. tell me it was. <laughs> that was close. By Parabellum, um, who happened to be hanging out with me tonight. Um, we have them for a few more minutes. Um, they don't know that, but this is going to be a few more minutes. <laughs> um, and Eric sitting there, Doc, hasn't asked me anything in a while. Sorry, Eric. <laughs> if you guys were out on tour and Eric was driving, what would the soundtrack of your tour be in between shows? <laughs> Allison Chains, Exodus. Flog and Molly. Flog and Molly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's uh, those will probably be the three in heavy rotation. You throw a couple other oddballs in there, but um, there'll be some Slayer in there, probably some cattle decapitation just for good measure, Cannibal Corpse, you know. Yeah. Okay, so apparently that one was easy for them. <laughs> <laughs> Um. All right, so we're gonna flip the role on you here, sort of, Eric. Have you seen the movie Almost Famous? I have. All right. So you're playing the part of the teenage guy who has to follow the band around and write his first article for the magazine. What band are you following around, and what are you going to write about? Uh, I think I'd have to go back to the '80s, just because the '80s seem to be more fun. <laughs> um. We'll go with like, uh, and I don't want to sound cheesy here, but we'll probably go with Motley Crue right when they first started, just because it probably would have been fun. <laughs> Let's say that the music scene that we're in here blows up like LA did back then, and one band gets signed, and then everybody starts getting signed. Um, you guys get to headline a tour. Who are you going to take with you? Local bands. Uh, a common crown, probably half will. Um, uh, obviously, I mean, yesterday I'd have said Skell. You know, um, you know, you take you take some of the biggest bands like that in the area that are making a lot of headway. You take them with you, you know. And uh, those are a couple bands that can uh, right now go nationally and and make their own way. You know, I mean, stand alone on their own. Well, definitely a common crown, and then you know, scale half wheels making a lot of big waves right now. You know, those probably be my top three. I am um, two out of the three. I do websites for, so take them. Let them make some money, so I can make some money. <laughs> mm. Um, that would be not a common crown. The other two. <laughs> Scale and, and all of Jazz's websites. <laughs> I have to uh, have to get you to throw one together for us then. We can make that happen. Awesome. Um, let's see. Oh, so I interviewed. I was telling you off the air that I interviewed um, the band from Michigan. They're called Vaz. And um, I actually met them in Catanning. They were they were on tour, and they contacted First Angel Media, and they're like, "We need a photographer today." And generally, when you get the today, the list of people that can do it gets narrowed down to the point where it's, "Hey, Bill, can you go?" Because I'm like at the bottom of the list because I'm the vice president. I'm supposed to be doing other things. And I was like, "Yeah, I'll do it." So I I met them. I went to um, uh, radio. Radioactive, uh, why? It used to be Club Radioactive. Now it's called Radioactive Center, Event Center, or something like that. Pretty good event center, yeah. Yeah, and um, they were eating Bocelli's pizza, and they were talking about how good it was. And my comment to them last night to the singer was like, "Listen, Bocelli's isn't bad, but that's like a chain. You probably should have gotten like a mom and pop place, like Mel's or or somewhere like that." And um, 
So my question to you is, what is the best pizza you've had when you've been out playing? I'd probably have to go with Pizza Pie. I know that's a chain, but it's a pretty small chain. I like Connie's Pizza in Butler. It's freaking, my personal record's four pieces, and after four pieces, I couldn't move. Oh, they're Sicilian. Yeah. Juicy pizza. Yeah, I forgot about that. I'm going to have to switch. (laughs) There's Anna Marie's up in Butler on top of the hill. They're pretty good. Tanny's is pretty good. Probably those two are probably two of the top two small chains or small mom and pop ones that I like. Wolf's Pizza out on 422 when they used to be Wolf's Pizza was pretty good. But I don't know whatever happened to them. Hey, what kind of music did uh, Vaz play? Uh, kind of rock grunge, like uh, 90s influence. I'm going to check that out. So uh, so it's spelled V-A-S-E. So um, bass? Nope, Vaz. <laughs> but it's spelled bass, yes. Um, and if you find them, there might be asterisks in between the letters. Gotcha. Um, like V asterisk A asterisk S asterisk E. I see him. Awesome. Um, they were touring with a band called um, Animal Sun, who was from California. Um, all four bands that played that night, I had never seen, which is very odd for me. Um, it was there was a Tomorrow When, which was a um, one guy who had tracks that he recorded that he played along with. And at one point, he pulled out a trumpet, was playing trumpet with his track. It was kind of cool. Um, and then a band called Royce, who I'd never heard of, and they are phenomenal. Um, they are like, um, at any point in the song, you hear soul, you hear rock, and you hear hip hop. Like, it's, you just have, you have to check it out. <laughs> Um, and those two were from Pennsylvania. And then, um, the, like, like I said, Boz is from Michigan and Animal Sun was from California. And it was, it was the end of the East Coast part of the tour. And Boz headed home and Animal Sun picked up some other bands and headed west. Very cool. What's, what's one venue that you would like to play at? Like, it's just if you had the chance to play anywhere. Uh, me personally, you know, tops my list is I want to play Cooper Lake at Band Jam. But if you're talking about national venues and stuff like that, Red Rock. Yeah. You know, um, playing Red Rock, I think, would be a blast. But we're a long way from Colorado and a long way from getting there. But, uh, now, Band Jam, and I used to want to play the Hard Rock, and uh, I still kind of want to play the Hard Rock, but, you know, if it happens, it happens. I'm not, but I always thought it'd be cool just to play in front of the Hard Rock logo. You know? I, I never thought of that. That That is kind of a, a cool thing. What song that you guys have not written do you wish you would have written? Oh, I love it. Go ahead, Amanda. I don't know. I have to think about that one. Watching over me by Iceter. That's my pick. Throw him anywise. That's a fun song to play. Mm. It fits absolutely nothing else we do, but it's just fun to play. She's like, nope. That was an easy one. You should have heard the ones they were answering earlier. (laughs) (laughs) Kate, you have one? Um, I mean... Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, we're kicking her out of the band after this. <laughs> See, here's the thing. You can't put me on the spot like that. You need to actually, like, pick a genre. I have so many. Pick a genre. <laughs> okay, um, let's see. Um, hmm. I'm trying to come up with something off the wall, but it's not. The synapses <laughs> aren't connecting. Um like I want to do like one of those metal subgenres that you have like twenty words before you're done with, but I can't get it to come out of my brain now. Um, how about 
Um, wow. Let's just, I can't even put the genre together, but it's, it's country music with hip hop in it. That way. I mean, there's not actually like a whole lot of hip hop into it, but I, I like Gilbert's, um, dirt road anthem. It's the one who originally wrote the song. Um, Terry, was that look because of what I put up on the screen or because of her answer? No, I didn't see what you put up on the screen. <laughs> there. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, I'm trying to read it on my phone, and it's <laughs> super small. And... All right, well, it says, Wolf's Customs in the house watching. That's Chris Thunderwolf Dotson. Uh, he is one of the sponsors of the Build a Scene radio station. Awesome. Uh, he is in Iowa, I believe. Um right. Or Indiana, I always confuse it. But his company um, refinishes instruments. Um, oh, awesome. Yeah, they, um, his wife, Raven, um, does a lot of painting of instruments, guitars, drums, basses. Um, and then he has a thing he does called Hollow Flash, which is kind of a metallic rainbow-looking finish. It, it's pretty cool. Um, you can find them at wolfscustoms.online if you want to check them out. I will definitely check them out. That's interesting. Um, he's also a sponsor of a couple bands here in Pennsylvania and, um, the Ludini rock and roll circus, which is a podcast based out of Cannonsburg that Lily V six is on it. I'm sure you see her on Facebook all over the place. Um, What is one thing you love about the music scene and one thing you hate about it? Anybody else but me want to go? So I love how encouraging most everybody is. But those handful of people who aren't encouraging forget that this is just Pittsburgh and not, you know, California in the 80s. And it's, we're still just local musicians. But the, I love the music community here. That's the whole reason I still even live in Pennsylvania, why I stayed, Um, because it's like family. Everybody supports and encourages each other. I I don't disagree with that at all. Uh, You probably saw my post earlier where I said not being a musician and being welcomed is surreal to me. Um, And it just always was. One day I said, hey, this is what I'm doing. Everyone was like, okay. And it turned into what we're doing tonight. (laughs) I wouldn't be on stage if it wasn't for the music community out here. Um, I never even would have considered it, you know, let alone being the front person in a band, you know, the mentorship I've received from everybody, uh, anybody I've ever come into contact with has always been willing to reach out and give me advice and help support me through the challenges of learning how to do it. You know, um, Donnie Yozo, Wally, Wally always had a good word for me. Um, Jen Craven, um, there's so many, I, I know I'm missing a ton, uh, but they all, they're so great. All of them. Chris uh, has been pretty big for you too. Chris Dittman. I, I knew there was another big one. Chris Dittman is, he was real. A lot a, of the things. He's another genuine person in the scene too. Yeah. Eric, Amanda, anything? I don't like loading gear. <laughs> I think you're stuck with that no matter where you go. <laughs> uh, the uh um I like the community, you know, it's it's you know, and it's what what I don't like about it, it, it seems to be a bunch of individual clusters though, instead of a community. You got uh ten, eleven bands that run in one circle, ten, eleven that run in another circle. There's not a whole lot of you know, um, crossing paths with a lot of bands. A lot of bands don't get to play with other bands. Um, I'd like to see that mesh together a little more. Because um, realistically, if you go to a show down in the south side, you know, you could probably name three bands that are going to be down there and be right. If we go to, um, you know, you go out, you know, out your way, you could name, you know, I, I could probably guess and name at least two of the three bands that are going to play that night. 
Um, you go west of the city out in the Beaver area. I could tell you who's playing there that night and who's probably opening for them. Um, same with heading down south, down 79. Um, there's just a lot of individual music circles, um, but not a whole lot of blending. You know, there are some bands that cross, cross the, the, the county lines and stuff, but for the most part, it seems like they're just stuck in circles. And I'd like to see all that blend together a whole lot better. It's because you can't cross bridges, and there's so many of them. So I, I mentioned when you brought up my wife, um, I do want to tell a story that she said, told me, reminded me of today with Wally. Um, the first time she saw him play was in Ford City. And I can't remember, remember the name of the bar, but Steve Craven actually owned it after that. Um, the horse? Or, no, no. In Ford City, not in oh, Katana. In um, I can't remember the name of it. But anyway, Cage and Step Eleven were playing. She had never met Wally. He walked up to us because he knew me, turned to her and went, man, I suck tonight. <laughs> and never met her. And she's like, no, you didn't. And that never changed. In August of this year at Rock for Life, he walked off stage, walked up to me and went, man, I suck tonight. I'm like, no, I don't know that I ever saw him suck. <laughs> no, no. I think well, I first met him, we... We played a show with him at the sidebar, uh, and this was an old band of mine. I want to say it was probably 2016, um, maybe 2017, right after uh, right after they started to get going again after Keith had passed. And uh, Cameron was uh, it was one of Cameron's first shows, and uh, you know, fantastic. You know, I mean, outgoing. He he'd seek you out and have a conversation. Nicest guy you'd ever meet. Um, you know, and we kind of hit it off then, and we've been friends, and you know, casual acquaintances, friends, whatever you call the musicians are these days. Um, but we've always been really cool to each other. And uh, you know, last last we saw, me and Kate were up at uh, Clint's shop and uh, dropping something off. I'm not sure what, but uh, he was there working on his bike. You know, and he'd stop working on his bike, and we just sat there in a dirty motorcycle shop, just shooting the shit for you know 45 minutes. You can edit that part out. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that one's not too bad. All right. Um, I will say, I don't know if you ever noticed, but, you know, he's he was pretty inked up. But yeah. right here on his the inside of his, his mic hand, because he usually held it in the right hand, there's no tattoo. And he was saving that spot to put the Pennsylvania Rock Show, and it never made it there. <laughs> that I did not know. Um. The reason was, and it was really the running joke, was because he couldn't tattoo left-handed. <laughs> <laughs> nice. But, yeah, every time I saw him, he'd I, in the beginning, I would go up to him and go, hey, there's no ink there yet. And, you know, the last couple times, he he just opened with, it's not there yet. <laughs> I didn't have to say it anymore. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I can't remember. It was a bet that he lost, but I don't even remember what the bet was. It was so long ago. <laughs> musicians make crazy bets sometimes, so it's no surprise. Says the man who ended up on stage in a tutu. <laughs> okay. We really don't have time for that, but how did that happen? <laughs> so it started with Jen Craven and a dare. And she dared me, and this is with uh, my old band, she, she dared me to go up and play the Pink Tutu. And I put it off, and I blew it off for over, over a year. And then she had told the story to Kate, and then Kate went out and bought a Pink Tutu, and then both <laughs> of them started hammering me on it. And uh, I'm like, fine, I'll do it. And I looked at and this is when it was still the sidebar, and we played up the sidebar, and I looked at Jen, if I do it, I want a sandwich named after me on the menu. She said, deal. <laughs> so I did. And uh, I played that, and uh, our band broke up the next day. But I had a sandwich on the menu for the next two years until they just rebranded. Uh, sounds like you but, have to do it again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, you, you can... you. you you can you can blame Jen Craven for the start of that, and then you know Kate for buying the tutu. 
but uh, it really wasn't that much of a stretch. It's uh, I don't care. I'll do it again. You know. <laughs> hey guys, I want to thank you for hanging out with me tonight. Thank you. Thank you. Me. And uh, Amanda, you really you're gonna have to come in on another one so that you're there at the beginning and get hit with the hard hitting questions. <laughs> I, I'll let Eric fill you in. Um, yeah. Give <laughs> Alice the chains to every question. What's your favorite fruit, Alice and chains? <laughs> you know? I mean, it's, I can't, I can't say that that really surprises me. <laughs> All right, so this has been episode number 589 of the Pennsylvania Rock Show. Check us out each and every Friday on PARockShow.com and BuildTheScene.com. And then all of those radio stations that I mentioned at the beginning that I am not about to repeat now. Um, up next, you're going to get some more of the best unsigned rock and metal that Pennsylvania has to offer. When you hear the American Hilljack John Lane, you will know that the show has come to an end. He's going to tell you how to subscribe, leave comments, and all of that fun stuff. When that happens, do not leave the radio stations that you're tuned in on. They're supporting the bands and my show, so them a little bit of support, too. Uh, my name is Bill, and I will catch you next time.
This episode of the Pennsylvania Rock Show has ended, but be sure to subscribe to be introduced to more of the best on-sign rock and metal that Pennsylvania has to offer. Don't forget to rate and review the show, and we'll see you on the next episode.